0: Hello, hello, here we go, it's the Coffee Podcast. What is happening everyone, welcome back to another Coffee Podcast. I'd have a little chat about the recent news that we haven't had a chance to talk about yet. But um, yeah, I'm Mick, I'm joined by Paul Smith once again. And I was just talking to Paul before we started about this is his second appearance on, on the pod, but his first one. Was back in January 2019, and I just thought that is that's mental. Like that was a month after we first done our first ever one back in December 2018. I think when we were in the John Moore's booths, and it was me, you, and Matt, weren't it? Just having a little cosy chat in, in one of the booths. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. Um,
1: yeah, I feel old now thinking about it. <laughs> Even though it's been like two and a half years, but um, no, it was. Um, it was good to be invited to on the show. As you said before, it was only like a month in, um, and to be one of the first ones to come on, and wow, it's it's grown a lot. And some of the people that you've had on has just been it's been tremendous. And I mean, we haven't had the we've had opportunities to come on, haven't I? Just, um, and just unfortunately,
0: we haven't we haven't been able to do it. But we, here we are. But we're in now, lad. So yeah, this is just yeah. second. So once you've got one more, you get your, your cop uh, fly away. It's, Send send oh, it yeah. to your house, autograph the an loyalty and Jay just for the future in case we. Um, yeah, don't forget maths. We gotta
1: get maths. We gotta get maths.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, he's in he's in, he's in Gibraltar. now, so I'd have to fucking that'll cost me about fifteen quid sending it to him. Like, so I don't know. I'll see. Tell him to send it then. <laughs> get <laughs> yeah, him to so, sign it first. So good yeah. idea. Good idea. But uh, yeah, we're here anyway to have a little chat about the recent red Reds news, and I was I was on the look and. There's quite a bit that we need to get through here that we haven't managed to talk about yet. So I just thought we'd start with the most recent, which is what came out today, which is a tweet by uh, James Pearce. And this is about Harry Wilson and um, an official approach made by um, Ben Fedeke. And obviously, we don't know what price that was, but it looks like they were put off by the €15 million asking price. And then he goes on to say that, Brentford and West Brom are also uh, interested in them. Uh, this is a bit of a that's a bit of a mad one, isn't it, Paul? In terms of Benfica being interested, I could understand like Premier League clubs or Championship clubs or whoever. But I mean, it's yeah, it's that's a bit of a, a strange one. But if we manage to get what that twelve, twelve or thirteen million pounds for a a player who's what played two games and had five loan deals over the past what, five years, that that's a good deal for for us, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think someone pointed out on Twitter before. I'm, I'm not sure who it was, and said it's like two million pounds a year for when Harry goes out on loan. So it's a year, so two par- two million pounds a year. So if he's been out five years, there's ten million pounds sitting in the in, in the bank. But we've had um, we've had some good connections with with Portuguese clubs over the past um, few years, haven't we? And I know Klopp's a big admirer of the Portuguese league. I think he, I think he commented on that or he pointed on that not while not long ago in an interview. So maybe there's some kind of little, maybe business that he might be thinking about doing with, with Benfica if they're saying, "Oh, we want 15 million for them," and maybe there's a player there or something that might be of interest to him, which would make it, which would make it a good deal. But yeah, for, for Harry, it's. It's a shame because he's a good player and he's had um, he's had some really good opportunities in Cardiff and he's been he's, he's done really well at and it's just a, it's just a, it's that step up, isn't it, from the Championship into into the Premier League that he hasn't had, he has never had any joy in, in doing. So you know, but Mike Edwards, as we know, is a, is a genius when it comes to offloads and these these players. Um, the Brewster one was absolutely unbelievable. But if you got fifteen million pounds for him, or anything close to it, yeah, it would be a, another another good deal for, for us. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, I think it's it just pales into insignificance a little bit when you see the likes of uh, Man City like throwing a hundred million at Jack Grealish and a hundred million at Harry Kane, and where like not scrimping, but like trying to like squeeze money out of these like squad players, but. I think people are using the like Man City's like wealth as a as a bat to beat FSG with, which I don't think is the right approach. Really, because we're not that type of club of just shelling out money, are we? And we, we don't want to be that club, do we? Obviously, we want to spend a lot of money to make the squad better, but we still want to be a, a running business that isn't just completely throwing a load of cash everywhere. Because we're not that type of club, are we? And I don't think I don't think we want to be.
1: No, we're never going to have the well. The owners of have, have actually. Not, not in the many, in so many words, actually said it, but you can just see the way they are that they'll never ever be that kind of club. Um, sorry, owners and to do that kind of business, they'll they'll always look for the the younger generation to, and get them the most out of the the money that they're going to be spending. Um, because you know, when as you said, we're not the kind of club we're going to go and spend a million on Jack let who's even though he's twenty five you're going to get about seven years out of him maybe, something like that. Harry Kane, 27, million on him. I just, uh, we're not, you know, we're not that kind of club to, to do it. Even though we spent, what did we spend on Thiago? Um,
0: you know, I don't know. I'm not sure. what the was price was
1: 30, was 30 mark, was it? I'm not actually sure, you, you know. It.
0: I'm not sure on that one. But um yeah, we, we I mean, when you do bring this up, the other cl- other clubs, uh other clubs fans do say like we spent like that a load on Allison, we spent a load on Cater, we spent quite a bit on Fabinho, but these were players that were maybe not at the top top of the game, like Kanan, Grealish, are two of the best in the league. And obviously they'll make them even an even better squad. But um I think it's just we don't wanna be compared in that way. Obviously we're still a powerhouse of the Premier League and in, in Europe and whatever else, but we don't want to be we don't want to be like City where just literally footy manager just throwing like under mil there and just crazy, you know, just crazy money like that. But um
1: yeah it's think I it's only Chelsea that are gonna are gonna do that kind of business. I mean you've seen it last year with the, the plays they brought up to that they brought in. And I don't think Man City had stopped there if they brought Grealish in and Harry Kane in. I think they would Defensively, still, I think that they're, they're, they're vulnerable. Even though they brought Diaz in and he's had a good season, um, I still think the fullbacks are are the same. I think they're they're questionable. Um, but it, it's it's where do, where did he where do you go from there? Though? That's that's the you know who's the next in line after Harry Kane and Grealish on on the on the money part. It's just I don't get it. It's just um, it it doesn't give it fi- like fair competition for other other teams and other squads because you're never going to get to that. It's, say they go on and win the quadruple next year. You know, you know, who's, who's what's going to stop them from doing it the year after? Then everyone's going to try and have to compete with spending. Then the likes of United and City and Liverpool, I mean Chelsea and Liverpool and Tottenham and Arsenal, they're all going to have to try and raise the raise the the revenue just to, to to buy these kinds of players or sell their, their biggest assets to try and bring in someone who's a little bit younger and it's just it's just an unfair playing field for me and it's it, it's only going to get worse, isn't it? I think. I
0: think I think so. I think so with the prices being touted for like Jack Grealish and Kane like hundred mil each is just it's mental. It is absolutely mental money. But Dan's just put a comment in there about. I'm assuming that's Thiago 25 mil he was so oh, yeah. I mean it's not it's not amazing it's a bargain to that's be honest bargain, for like, some like, of his capability and his age yeah
1: because yeah. when you think of him because he's, he's been around for quite a while I thought he was um, a little bit older than, than what he is now um, but yeah he's just um, can't wait to see him in a, a full season ahead for the, for the Reds like
0: yeah, definitely. That's, that's the that's the um, that's the dream next year with everyone with all of the fence back and the midfield stacked as well. That's going to be i Look, I'll have to look yeah. forward to that one. But uh, Chris just put a comment in there. All right, gents, where is my mate Jay? Jay's currently um, I don't, he's um, he's down here, and i He's he's at work. He's at work. He's at, <laughs> he's, he's got, a, he's, he's, got a, he's, he's in a very important meeting, shall we say? Uh, Chris just put another the comments. I wouldn't mind being like City splashing 200 mil. It would be fun. Yeah, I I like. Don't get me wrong. Me and Paul are not going to sit here and go, "Oh, two hundred million? Fuck that! We don't want Liverpool to spend 200 million. I think it's just the. It's trying to make it an even playing field. Like we, we sold Coutinho and we signed Van Dijk and um, Allison with that money. It's that type of model which I think FSG. They're never going to change Ardy Paul from being no. that type of club anyway. So and, and we, yeah, I know we've spl- we've splashed the cash, but we've always like kind of. Soul players as well and being like you said Mickey Edwards is a, is a, is a fucking genius the kind of that the money that he is getting from these other players like we're, we're going to come on to uh, Nat Phillips and Nat Williams in a bit but the likes of those that put a little pot together to, to then sign a player and and one that we know for, obviously from previous experience from Klopp and Edwards' Sands that they're going to be good and they're going to be for the future as well rather than just for the for the here and now, because we don't tend to sign players for the here and now. Like, obviously, Thiago was probably the only outlier in, in that regard that he was ready-made to come in as a with European pedigree. But the other ones that we've signed were all obviously playing for European clubs, but they were more to come into the club to kind of build them along with the club at the same time, weren't they?
1: Yeah. I think it's under... I think if we never had Klopp, I think he would probably see us maybe trying to spends a bit more money because that manager would probably need to spend that kind of money to bring the players in but when you've got someone like Klopp who knows the ability that he's bringing in in a player I think that's what makes it that's what it fits for for FSG and Jürgen so he's just going like, to you know with, with Robertson and players like that it's always about the training and he's always said that that's what his philosophy is is about the training Um. But if we had someone like, I don't know, a Conte or a, or a Pochettino who was even Stephen in, in the future, if, if that was ever going to gonna happen, I think he would, them, them kinds of managers probably say, oh, I need this kind of money because I want that player. So, and then Pep Guardiola is thinking, I want them to because they're going to bolster my squad to try and win the Champions League. And he's had so many goals at it now, Pep. It's only going to be... So much time where the owners are going to go. Well, you're not going to win that cup. You're yeah. not going to win it. Um, they had their best chance because they had the better squads, all players fit in against Chelsea. But when you've got someone like Tuchel who can mastermind the the, the way he plays, then Pep had no ideas of, of how to play against Chelsea, and Chelsea knew how to play against Man City. So, um. But yeah, if if Klopp had, if Klopp was that kind of manager who wanted to spend that kind of money, I don't think he'd be at Liverpool. To be honest.
0: Yeah, I know it's 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 like Klopp. but we said before, like Klopp is like the perfect manager for us because he is. He always says he's, he's more of a a coach than a manager because he wants to buy these players yeah. in and obviously see the potential and and then make them even better as long with, along with making us um, better as well but Dan just put a comment in there I don't even enjoy having loads of money on FIFA it just becomes boring the <laughs> harder you work something in life the greater the feeling when you achieve your goals yeah perfectly <laughs> This is just put
1: I, I just cheat on FIFA if i ever played it I just put the players in my squad and then just sell the rest <laughs> and that's how you make the money so you just do it that way
0: yeah or but. just do the old footy manager trick where you just like yeah. make yourself managers of both and just go yeah I'll have Mbappe for free, and you can have yeah. fucking I don't know Someone shouts for like give me 50 million for it. but uh, yeah Dan's put another comment here can't see Liverpool ever moving away from that type of model by and large buying players who aren't considered elite and turn them into top players yeah definitely um, yeah. we've got sudden scouts in the afternoon gents um, yeah but we'll move on now to something else because otherwise me and, me and Paul have got footy at half six and we're going to fucking miss it if we carry on like, at this rate but uh, the next one we've got is the news about uh, Quaveen Kelleher which is he signed a new long term contract with the Reds. I'm not, I'm not sure about what the length of this is. I'm hearing it's five years, but that's that's superb news, isn't it? Isn't it, Paul? Because I mean, everyone was fuming when the, the Adrian news came out about he signed a new contract and going, why are we giving a new contract to him? Is, is he going to be the num- new number two? Are they going to sell Kelleher ha- Kel- out on loan? And it's like, no, they just want three keepers just, to, just in case. when I think. I think Kel had didn't play loads last year, but I think in the games he did play, he showed just how good he is, didn't he? In in, in those games, yeah. I think he looked quite cool, calm and collected. The ball at his feet, I thought he was potentially even better than Allison, and that's that's saying a lot. I thought I thought he was that good with the ball; like he never wasted, it, and his the, t- the the touch and just like t- a bit had a bit of an air about him, which. When we'd seen him previously before that, he didn't quite have maybe because he weren't as experienced or he was a bit more nervous or whatever else. But I think having him as number two, I've got no concerns about having him as that. Are you? No,
1: not at all. And he's as you said, he deserved it the, the way he's been playing. But when you've got when you an understudy to to someone like Allison, then you go you're only going to get better. And he's just he's at a good age where he's just going to keep learning all the time. Um. I feel sorry for Adrian, to be honest, the abuse he got. You know, he's, 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 he's part of the club, so you just have to get on with it. I mean, if he was to go and then we brought someone else in, or like, there's a, I think the kids in reserves was was maybe on the verge of maybe moving up. And then if, I think if he would have moved up now, I think Adrian would have went. But I think they've I would just said to him, listen, you stay in the reserves for another year. And we'll see where we are next year with Adrian. Maybe I don't know. Um,
0: yeah, I think the, but, the other fella's um, what's his name Peter, Peter Luger, isn't it? The one from, the one yeah. from Brazil. I yeah, think obviously cool. he's got. I think he's only a young kid, so it, it doesn't make sense to to throw him in this early. And like you said, keeping Adrian no. on a f- for as long as we can as a, as a third option. If he's happy with that, then it's it's better to have the option than not the option. in it really that's that's the that's that's the point. Yeah, of like,
1: course he's not going to want to leave a leave a club like Liverpool where he's he's on a, a couple of grand a week and then if he leaves, who's going to take him on? No, no one probably, he could be sitting around for a long time before he gets another opportunity to play and um maybe he's, he's settled here after a couple of years and you know, the man won the Super Cup. So, do you know what I mean? I just, um yeah, thanks, thank him for that really. If he's going to, not going to get any abuse off someone, just thank him, say thanks for when it's the Super Cup, that's what you've done, and that's it. Yeah, I think
0: Obviously. I think in, in certain games he did do well, but there was just I think there's so many like big moments, isn't he? That he made mistakes like the Atletico game, and I think there's a, the the Villa game where he they they got their, I think it was the seven two. I think where he he passed it yeah. out and they got a goal pretty early in the game, and that set the tone for the rest of it, and we got absolutely battered. But yeah. it's just moments like that where they stick out, and I think that what that's what goes against them. I think, but. um Southern Scouts has just put another comment in. Kelleher could use a loan, I reckon, but it's tough to find a decent backup keeper, which is basically what you just said, Paul, and that we need to, yeah. there's no point messing around and going, right, whole shake-up, Allison's number one, get rid of those two, and then getting other people in who haven't been in and around the club and maybe aren't as happy, and you don't know what that's going to do to the rest of the, the squad's harmony as well. That's, I think that's a big thing that people sometimes don't take into account, that these players have... Like Kelleher especially, who has been here since he was sixteen, I think, and Adrian's yeah. been here a couple of years now, so they kind of know what they're doing, it, it, it gives more like a like Chris has exactly just said that, you know, like he's had a big club uh, career uh, coming to an end, and the family is settled, and I think he, like we're like a it's like a family club type of feel to Liverpool, isn't it? I think the more yeah. we keep players around for longer, the better that kind of cohesion's going to be, in it? yeah, definitely,
1: definitely. As you said. Um... I don't know, it's just it's it's a difficult one with the as I said, with the keepers. Um but if 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 the if the club are happy with him and Klopp's happy with him, then who's who is to make judgments over them? So uh, I don't know. It's just uh, he, he could come on and he could come on in the game and, and save us. So in, in the future we never know. So it it does it's um Liverpool fans sometimes I don't know. They just, I think, like every fan, they just get too emotionally attached and stuff like that. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. was a big part in the dressing room, as Dan said there. So maybe that's just it. Maybe that's why he's been told to stay. So, that's
0: yeah, a good I, I think, yeah, I think that's, I think that is a, a, a big thing. But um, yeah, we'll shoot straight onto the thing I mentioned earlier about uh, Nath Phillips, and uh, this is from a couple of days ago, I think, and um, James Pearce put a tweet up about. Um, that Liverpool are prepared to sell him uh, this summer, but they want £15 for him. Burnley, one of a number of PL clubs who have registered an interest uh, I think I read something else from um, another journalist I can't remember who it is now, that's saying either Burnley or Brighton at front of the queue and I think that makes sense, doesn't it? I think he's he would be a perfect, absolutely perfect centre-half for Burnley and obviously if Brighton are losing White to Arsenal, they're in the market for someone, and if they can get someone who's played I think he played 20 games last year in that Phillips because because he had to. Obviously, he wouldn't have in any other, any other season, but the way that he went on and played and the way... I mean, what a way to... If he does leave without playing another game, what a way to sign off than those 20 games that he played and how good he was because he, he was he was fucking immense, wasn't he? And the fact that we're getting 15 million for him. That's massive, isn't it? Because we, we wouldn't have got anywhere near that last year.
1: No, I mean, if, if he hadn't have played any part in... In the running Then you'd be looking at about Five Five to seven mil For him Maybe Maybe not even that But he he shows what he's capable of He's old school in He's an old school centre half Who Okay he's not the best On the ball But If it's in the air He's heading it And it's out of play And It's just It's remarkable It's just It's an unbelievable story For him And You've got to give credit Where credit's due And he's He was He was top notch And um, I can not imagine if he got injured? Though it's just, um, and it would have been like, oh, oh my God, it's, you've got Williams by himself, so there's no one else you could play like him with Fabino. But yeah, he's just he deserves. It. He, I think. Um, I think he's too good for Burnley. I think if you think of it that way, he's he's done so well. I think he, Bailey's be be very grateful to him. Um, to, to, to get him yeah because he, he is kind of the perfect fit for them yeah definitely
0: yeah I think I, I, I wouldn't like us to be playing against him but I'll just say it like that because he's just he is like any balls into the box, any corners it's going he's going to be heading it clear isn't he and like Dan said he had um, ideal for both parties £15 million, a very good return for a player who isn't going to be a long term option for Liverpool and he deserves a chance to play in the Premier League proved that last season I think yeah. that's, yeah, you summed it up perfectly there, really. Um, I'll just keep talking, lad, while, you, while you're going to run. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm going to, my me, me
1: data's just, things just come up on my phone saying they've got like one, one, <laughs> one yeah, thing of data, so I'm going to have to go it. stand stands or by, go, go to the house to get so my Wi-Fi right back on, um, it'll come on, in a sec.
0: No worries, just, yeah, I um, you to do that then, me just like... Be just by yourself. Chatting on me own, Yeah. <laughs> Life now. Here we go. Fucking hell. Uh, let's get this off. Let's get this off. There we go. Uh, yeah. So the other, the other news that um, that we've been looking at is Neco Williams, which is from um, James Pierce, and that is about um, obviously his not wanting to stick around and he he looks like he's going to be off he's keen to secure regular first team football after the Euros, no replacement expected to be signed as Gomez can provide cover and Connor Bradley has caught the eye, clock planning to keep Simakas on board yeah I think this one's a bit a bit bit more straightforward than the um, this one's a bit more straightforward than the Matt Phillips one I think because he's, I don't think he's going to be getting in to, to the to starting eleven any any time soon anyway. It's, Paul's back here he is. How are we doing? Sorry guys. <laughs> just started the neck of going. So um, yeah I was just okay. I, was, I was just saying like um I think ten million for someone who is, isn't probably going to get that m- much game time is probably a good deal because obviously he's got he's got fucking Trent Alexander Arnold ahead of him, hasn't he? Let's be honest. He's Trent's twenty two. There's no way really apart from um, if if he wants to just play uh, second fiddle to him, but I think he's got a bit of a taste of it. Obviously playing for Wales and and whatever else, and if there's clubs there available to to come in and sign him, um, then I think it's probably a good deal, isn't it? Really, I think I mean I think last year was it last year when Keanu Hoover left for Wolves? I think it was, wasn't it? And I thought he'd yeah. go to Wolves and, and play quite a bit, and obviously then they signed Semedo as well, so that didn't really happen. But I think Nicholas Williams is a I think that's like we said with the um, with the Harry Wilson thing. I think that's a similar bracket for me. That we we probably just need to recoup that money and ten million for a for the player who hasn't actually played that much and as well he's still quite young to be fair. But I think ten millions are a fair enough offer, isn't it for someone for someone like that? Yeah,
1: like, I think we did the same with um, with Brewster, didn't we? I think if we had a, like a, a buyback clause as well, or if he played like a, he had to play a certain amount of. Of games, and he would, they would get like him um, so much back or something like that. If he didn't play like twenty, say like fifty percent of the season, Liverpool would get like more money for stuff like that. So they had to make sure that he played. I think that might be the case with with Nico as well. But yeah, he's, he's not going to get. He's going to always going to play second fiddle to Trent, and um, you know, there's been reports like, um, like go they could use Gomez at right back as well. So. Maybe clubs thinking about changing the system. Maybe if you think of it that way.
0: Yeah, uh, and played the three, three, Maybe I don't know. I think there's a few, isn't he? Like there's a few options that people are like proper cringing over, like Gomez at, at right back, which in comparison to Trent, it's not a comparison, is it? Then there's there's Millie. You can go in there, and it's like he's played left back and done really well for us, obviously. But it's not, it's not the same, is it? But it's trying no. to find a player like an Adrian-type player who, who's happy to come in and just play second fiddle and play when we, like, needs must and we and um, maybe Trent gets injured, a bit or something like that or we, we want to change the squad up and I think Neckle Williams probably has bigger sights than just sitting on our bench and, and, and kind of just playing second fiddle to someone who he knows he's never going to be ahead of because Trent's only two years ahead of him in terms of age, so there's no way he's going to, he's going right. to really get in that, in that team, is he? So um, No, so that that's yeah. I think, who do you think would um, be most suited to to Neto then, in terms of if if he did leave? I don't know.
1: I think. I mean, you, you take sense out of you take you take sense out of the situation, and it it kind of leaves you the attacking the attacking name um, options. Come away from you, don't they? And then, so Nico's more defensive. Is he more defensive minded than Tent? I would say he was. Doesn't get forward as much as uh, as Tent. I don't know. I, 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 as I said before, I'm very intrigued to see how Klopp plays next season and how we, um, and how we sets yeah. up, because there was There was talk about Oxley Chamberlain even playing as a as a def, like a right yeah. side. Player as well, so we can play in that kind of mould. We can we can get forward. I think that side is is going to be difficult for for Jürgen. I mean, the left side is is a bit more easy because as you said, Milner can play there and Robertson can play there, and he's got to he still got to me because. But if he goes as well, there's rumours about he might go as well. So um, it is it is a difficult situation, isn't it? That as the fullbacks go. I mean, we're not going to be like Pep and spend fifty million on two more centre, two more um <laughs> throwbacks who can just slot yeah, in. Um, we haven't got, we haven't got a fucking unless box he's
0: got, pits, unless he's
1: got like someone in, unless he's got someone in mind who's who's playing in the in the in the reserves. I, I've not heard anything in that sense, but maybe maybe he might just bring someone in who's a bit more versatile who can play. Maybe play both sides.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I think that makes a good point here. Like people say we can't lose Necho because our full are important to the system. Necho can't replicate what Trent does, play more defensive right exactly. back at times yeah. and we can play an attack on midfield. Yeah, I think that's that is probably what we could yeah, is, is a very good option because obviously with, with the introduction of Thiago <clears throat> last year we were maybe going through midfield a bit more with his his obviously passing abilities fucking out of this world, isn't it? So yeah. we can rely on that a little bit more if we do need to change Trent up for someone, whoever that might be, I think someone's just said, uh, some scouts have just said in the comments there, Dump 3 is from PSV, but it's it's just trying to figure out if these players are happy to come in and kind of um, kind of just play second fiddle to the best full-back in the world, in my opinion. I think Dan's just said there, it's a catch-22, Trent's our most important player in terms of creativity, so we need good backup, but no one wants to play second fiddle because they know they're not getting a game unless he's injured. I think that's pretty much what, we, what we've just said, and then I think it's, yeah. We need to be quite careful in terms of who we target yeah. and who we don't, and whether even if we don't, and we, he wants to play Gomez or Milner there, then the midfield needs to be maybe a bit more bolstered in terms of cr- creativity going forward. So to, to kind of, like Dan says, it, he's he's a, he is our most creative player. So when he's not there, we need to kind of make up for that with with more of a, maybe more of a midfield, attack and flair, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that that
1: well that of course that makes actually, it's a no brainer, isn't it? Um see why you can see you can understand why Liverpool fans want to get the players in straight away so you can have a, an understanding of of who's who can play where and, and play what. Um Go I think I think he's just gonna use Gomez at right back. And yeah. In and get in in the games if if centres get injured and and then you've got Matip, Canote and and Virgil to play to play centre as I, I think he'll do that. But hopefully you know, fingers crossed, touch wood that the lads don't get injured and <laughs> they, have, they have a good season. But it's, it's never it's never that easy, is it? So we, yeah, we can we can only we can only go off what not what Klopp is going to do next. And if he sees that as a as a priority, I mean, like the midfielders, as we were talking about, you talked about is it, it's it's an aging midfield, isn't it? I know why Nelson's gone now, but Henderson's thirty-one. See, I mean, Fabinho's what twenty-eight is he twenty-seven?
0: Yeah, he's getting on. He's getting on a little bit. The other side, they're of just getting the gamble. like yeah. yeah. So
1: it's it's there's not there's not any young lads who are in that midfield. Really, but you know it's all about the technique and heads and stuff like that, isn't it? So yeah, well we've
0: we've got Jones to be fair. He was, what twenty, Curtis, but he's yeah. like Curtis Jones looks good, but I think he's he's stuffed by a bit more. And I think obviously it's perfect for him that he's in the setup now and he's learning the system. And he's he can yeah. he can come in like last season. He'd come in and you'd think Curtis Jones looked boss, and then he'd come in the next day, the next game, sorry, and then he'd be like mm, not sure because he's he's just that type of age where you can't. Rely on him, and it's not fair to rely on him to produce good performances every week because he because he is yeah. that young and he's still learning the system. So I think he's another one, another one we haven't touched on. Is Harvey Elliott maybe? I don't know if he's going to be sticking around, but I, I still show. think I think he could he could even play like a attacking midfield role. He could he could be in another option. I, I, I don't know if what Klopp's thinking in terms of him, but there's, there is options there, isn't he to, to to look at if if we need to. Yeah, but um. Yeah, we'll, we'll move on a little bit then from from that to the next one, which is about Mo Salah um, from David Lynch. Uh, Mo Salah and Ibrahima Kanate will play a full part in pre-season for Liverpool this summer with their uh, participation in the Olympics set to be blocked. I think that's that's huge news, isn't it? Obviously, not losing Mo and, and, and Kanate for that. <laughs> As yeah. especially. Well, I was going to say especially Kanate, but our top goal scorer, and, and obviously a new, a new <laughs> centre-half, who we, who we can't wait to see. That's huge, yeah. and used to, to keep those two around, especially to, to get them both a, a full pre-season as well. I think that's overlooked sometimes. I mean, look back to last year, Sadio Mane, he hasn't had a fucking pre-season for God knows how long, and I think last year was finally the time where it started to prove that you, you need that little break, and you need that little rest to kind of recharge the batteries and yeah, just give your legs a bit of a rest because he 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 wore himself into the ground. I think well you could see that last year, so I'm hoping with a pre season. Obviously him and the likes of Salah as well and Kanate, especially Kanate, he needs a, a good preseason to kind of embed himself yeah, in the club. And yeah, yeah it, it, it's 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 imperative for him, isn't it? So that that's huge news, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It is. I mean
1: I know with Egypt, you know, he's, for for Egypt he's their he's their main man, isn't he? So of course, they're going to look at bringing him in to, to try and do something in the Olympics. But can you imagine if we lost him, if he, if he did actually go? And then you've also got, if it happens, the African Cup of Nations, and to lose him twice in one season, it's not it's not going to be ideal for Klopp, is it really? So to go off, and then he could, as you said, he could get injured in either one. And then you're looking at losing a big player for the, for the it depends on the amount of time he's out for, but. You know hopefully he doesn't but yeah it's 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 good for us to put our foot on on some players and say no he belongs to us he doesn't belong to you we pay his wages so he just contributes to you so yeah it's it's nice to,
0: to know that he's not going yeah i think people get a bit uppity don't they about international tournaments because they think oh he wants to, if he wants to go you've got to let him but it's circumstances that you've got you've got a factor in everything i think hopefully He's Did he make the World Cup next year? To be honest, I have no, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> well, maybe someone <laughs> in the comments can let us know, but I haven't got a jar of glue yeah. about that one. But uh, it's it, yeah. We, if he's happy that he's not going, and and that's kind of been all decided before that Liverpool have made the decision, and, and Mo has been consulted, which I imagine he has. Obviously, that he's been told that it we're, we're going to probably block this, and you can't go, and he's happy with that then. It's, fucking well, the, sad. Club it's will
1: probably, the club have probably just took responsibility Because we don't even know if Mo said no I don't want to play Because if it comes off him It looks bad off it, off him to say Oh no I don't want to go So can you just say Oh the club have blocked me So the Egyptian Federation have gone Oh Liverpool have blocked him from going But we don't really know if Mo said I don't want to go Yeah. So that could have been just off For him to say that but yeah, yeah. It makes it better for
0: us, exactly. So, yeah, I think that yeah, Dan just said the qualifiers start soon in Africa. So, to be honest, I don't, I, when it comes to that 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 f- international footy, sometimes I just get literally it goes completely over my head because I'm just like I'm just not in tune yeah. with it, uh, international footy as much as it used to be. But uh, yeah, yeah, we'll move on to the the last bit of news before we uh, before we get out of here is um, from UEFA, and it's about the away goals rule. It'll be removed from all uh, club competitions from next year. Ties in which the two teams score the same number of goals over two legs will now have two 15-minute periods of extra time, and if required. Pennos, uh, what do you make of that, Paul? Man City's fault. <laughs> it's happened to them um,
1: like on so many occasions where yeah. a goal hasn't gone in for them. and Yeah, I blame Man City. I think it's Man City's fault. I think they've... They've had a little backhanded to the wave and said, listen, just craft this away goal. So it's uh, just yeah. it's always been tradition right the way through the whole how long's it been in in the system? I know they they
0: change a lot of stuff all the time.
1: Yeah, it's um, been a it's been a the while for
0: goals, like I think it's probably going back seventies or the whatever, something like that, where it, it actually Yeah started. it just makes but... the tires a bit more a bit more interesting. You know, I like think Barcelona. You... If we yeah. score five, they've got to score one. So it's just like it's like that, isn't it? Yeah, well, there's obviously two extremes, which I had a look earlier. The, the, obviously, the, the extreme, the good extreme for us was beating Barca at the new Camp 2-1, but then they beat us at Anfield 1-0. So we still went through at 2-2 back in 2007. But then you look at, I think it was 2009-2010, where uh, Diego Forlan scored like in the 102nd minute in extra time in the Europa League semi-final, and we got knocked out. Yeah. But... Yeah. It hurts at the time, but you know that it's that's the rule. So, like, you should have some benefit, there should be some advantage from scoring away goals because you're scoring them at the not in your own ground. So, they should be that should hold some weight. So, that that actually like finally coming to an end, it's a a bit, shit, isn't it, really? I don't, I just don't understand that one
1: exactly. I mean, imagine like you got through to the final and all your games got played into extra time and penalties. Maslow have played like another four games, so yeah. it's just it's <laughs> well, yeah. more added game time, and then going into the into a World Cup year where there's going to be, as I qualifiers for for players right the way through in all competitions. It's just more games and more time, more recovery time for all the for all the um for the lads and that. So it's it is it's a bit strange, but I still blame Man City. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I might retitle re- this pod, you know, just call it fucking Blame, blame Man City. like Blame Man South, City. S- it's like South Park, Blame Canada, we'll just put it Blame Man City. Yeah. But uh, yeah, nice one, Paul. Uh, we'll leave it there. It's on 40 minutes there. But um, yeah, okay. nice one to Paul. Go, on, go and give him a follow on on uh, Twitter. But I think you can see on the bottom there, on the little um, ticker, if you have a look there, you can see his um, Twitter handle. So go and give him a follow on there. Nice one to everyone for the comments. You've been smashing it there. And then obviously, Paul on, was... then. no, no, left, you left me for like two minutes. I've got to go watch
1: you. I've got to go watch you score 35 yards <laughs> now on the five-a-side pitch. Rockets the into the
0: side corner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: was, I was more scared about you leaving the chat there rather than playing any game of footy I ever. have because I was like, me, my face just came, went full screen, and I was like, um, <laughs> where do I go now? Good job, but, we didn't um... have to walk far. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, nice one to Dan. Um, Thanks, Samuel, Yeah. The, the editor. But um yeah, we'll um I don't know when we'll be back. We'll try I'm gonna try and just do some random ones whenever there's some kind of Liverpool news. So um yeah, if you haven't checked out I'm giving Jay another plug, if you haven't checked out um Jay's Berger video about the copyright origins, about the, the story of Paddy Berger, it is boss to be fair, and Paddy Berger himself sent him a message saying that he loves it as well. So that's just Class, so fair play to him. But uh, so going we'll that's to get, get on, on to louis Garcia, you know me. To be honest, I've been banging the fucking drum. I've been like tagging him in goals, and he's like quote tweeting, and I'm like, yeah, seen it, yeah. And I'm get like, him on. Just, get him on the show. I've messaged him a few times, like not message, I like, tweet them, going, um, just drop, just give us a little follow there, Louis, and he's like, just ignores me. something like yeah. I don't want to keep doing it. Well, I suppose if I just keep doing it, he might eventually do it. But that would that would be one of the me. That would be amazing if yeah. I did. But uh, yeah, cool. nice one, Paul, for uh, jumping on. Um, and Lovely. We'll, uh, yeah. We'll see you again in a bit.
1: See you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.